fish on. And welcome back to another episode of Hunger for the Outdoors. We are really sorry, guys. We've been away for a while. Um, We've had some interesting life updates that have been happening, so it's kept us away for a little longer than we'd like. Uh, But this episode today is going to be to tell you about the episode um, that's coming up and what has been happening with our lives. Uh, Connor, why don't you guys start on your life updates and we'll move to Gibby and then Melissa and I. Yeah, so um, just like you say, guys, we're so sorry that it's taken us so long to adjust everything, but Kayla and I, we've been really busy trying to figure out this move and everything. Um, We recently moved up to Rexburg so that we're right next to us, right in town. And that's just been really busy, stressful, trying to do that, find new jobs and everything, but we're starting to get there. Um, You know, we're starting to get settled in. I know that's been another big thing with you. Exactly, was as well. You guys are trying to find new jobs and full-time jobs and stuff. But, I mean, that's pretty much been the biggest change with us is um, just figuring out this move. Been, uh, been busy with that. Yeah, yeah, it's been stressful. I guess, Gibby, what's going on in your life? What's the update there? So, right now, the only real update is... um. We started taking moves to start a savings fund to be able to move up there. Um, got into bass fishing a little bit, actually, and starting to look at building fishing poles. So that's really where I'm at. Well, and that's not the only thing you're going to be building this year. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. Um, a couple weeks back, um, on a camping trip we went on, Ended up stopping and buying a little pop-up trailer that we're going to completely rip apart. We've actually got everything off of it. It's just the frame now, and I'm going to rebuild it and make it into a little teardrop, kind of like the one that Zach and his wife have. So that's where that that's where I'm at. Yeah, um, and as for our update, um, my wife and I had to find new jobs. Um I am now had the opportunity to work in a cabinet shop. I really, really love it. And my wife is going to be material testing this summer. And so we're really excited for her. She starts her job next week. So keep us in your prayers, guys, because this, uh, this next week is going to be an interesting, stressful week for us. Um, other than that, we've got bass fishing starting up. That's been really exciting. Uh, I guess let's give a recap on all of our adventures that we've had since our last podcast. Uh, Connor, if you want to start, and then Gibby, and I'll finish up with anything that we've missed. Um, well, since we've moved up there, you know, me and Zach. They might just, just must have went through somewhere that doesn't have service. I guess so. Anyway, Gibby, give us your update. So... <clears throat> Like I said, a couple couple weeks back, almost a month now, you and I and your wife went to Malad area, and we 
kind of spent a day just kind of being there. Like, we didn't really do anything too exciting. Like, I think we, we went somewhere with, like, zero service. And so we kind of sat around and just enjoyed each other's company and talked. It was very, very refreshing, actually. I highly suggest doing something like that um, with with all of your friends. It's It's very mind-clearing. So we spent the first day at this place that had zero service at all. We just hung out, and we all kind of pretended to fish a little bit. And I think it was just we were kind of just there to be there. And then the next day, we went over to this other pond to do a little bit of bass fishing because I'd never been, and we thought it might be fun. And I actually caught a pretty, not huge, but not small, uh, bass and it was my first one ever and it was really cool i think zach and zach will throw that picture on our social media one of these days this week so um other than that i haven't done a whole lot all right connor you back in depends can you hear me yeah we can go ahead and give us your update Sorry, that was weird. We're uh, busy driving back home from Utah to a quick visit down there. But um, really, since we've moved up, you know, the four of us, me, Zach, and our wives, we've probably gone fishing, I'd say, at least two or three times a week, right? Oh, probably close to. Yeah. I'd say probably one of our favorite times was um, when we went up with Gibby. Picked Gibby up from Island Park and spent the day fishing. Um, nothing beats that fly fishing with that moose in the background. I don't know if we posted any pictures of those, but if not, we'll get them up to you when this comes out. Um, I know, Kayla, what about you? Um, yeah, and probably that same trip was my favorite just because I, I caught a lot of fishies. I'm, I'm not used to catching fishies, so that was fun. Um, but, uh, what else? Um, I got a new, my first bow, so that's fun. Start learning how to do archery, and, I hope we should start slaying some deer and some elk for us. But, uh, yeah, no, that trip was just fun all around. I mean, what, where, where was that river that we went fishing? Was it Ashton River? So, early that morning, we ended up. Uh, Northern Island Park, Max Inn. And then that day we did a bow shoot back towards Old Shotgun. And then in the evening we uh, we fished the inlet of Ashton Reservoir. And that was a lot of fun. I'd say between the four of us, we each caught ten? at least 10, maybe 15 fish each. Yeah, we probably caught closer to 15, I'd say. But we, we were there pretty much all day from around 1 until... Almost till the sun went down, actually. I mean, we were catching fish every five, ten minutes. It was the most action, honestly. Um, See, you, you guys all had fun and went and were, were fishing all day and hanging out. And I actually think I had more fun than all of you guys because I uh, have the opportunity to – I'm an electrician for anybody who doesn't know. I had the opportunity to wire up a cabin up there and 
it just doesn't get much better than doing a job you love in a beautiful place like that right after you get to sit there, pick up another side job, and fish with moose. Yeah, that mama moose sure was pretty. Um, I'd say another favorite time we've gone fishing was um, that other river that we hit up, Zach, where we caught a couple sucker fish but pulled in that 18-inch trout. That was the Henry Fork, uh, the Snake River, right? Yep, we were fishing the Henry's Fork, um, and we pulled up, Connor pulled up an amazing rainbow trout that had just been stocked. Well, no, that was a wild trout. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we pulled up probably four suckers that night. That was a lot of fun. Suckers, you know, they get a bad name, but they are, sure are a whole lot of fun to, to reel in. Yeah, they put up a good fight. It's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, we uh, didn't think to snag any pictures that night of the fish. No, we tried to get one of Connor's, but it spit the hook right at the bank as I was trying to get him off for Connor, and he was not about to stick around. No, he just wanted to get out of there. But, yeah, I think that uh, that pretty much catches catches us up, right? Um, I got, got, a, got a new bow. Give I've got one plans. other update. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, this past this past weekend, um, everyone else was busy, and so my wife and I decided it was time high time that she got her first bass. And so we've got a place out in Idaho that we know that holds some some decent sized bass and I I've never been super successful there but it's right in the spawn right now and uh we took my boat out there and first thing we found out is that we've got a leak second thing we found out is we broke a one side of the prop on the electric motor but (laughs) we got my wife her first bass so we got a picture of that and then I actually caught a really nice bass. Um, and what ended up happening is my wife got snagged in one of the trees and I'd thrown my lure up into the shallows and got her all up untangled and looked back at my line and it's moving. And so I set the hook and I'm probably using a two and a half inch bait. And uh, this fish was big enough that she had swallowed that bait. I mean, just into the back of her throat that I had to retrieve. And that was We've got a picture of that, and I'll have to post it because it was that was a great fish and a lot of fun to catch. Hey, that's awesome! Congratulations, Melissa. Congratulations on your bass. Thank you. Yep. I was really excited to get my first bass. Um, and then the next thing that's the next update is the members of the Hunger for the Outdoors are all going to be building custom rods here shortly. Um, We've got the stuff ordered. Um, hopefully it's all in by the time that we meet up because as for June, we have got a very busy month ahead of us. We've got this weekend, my wife and I are going to go on a camping trip. Um, and then the first weekend in June, uh, we've got a camping trip, a fly fishing camping trip planned up to Ennis, Montana with my folks. Um the second weekend in June, we will all be doing a lot of Hunger for the Outdoor stuff. So keep an eye out for that because we will be up in Gibby's Christmas Cabin. Meadows, Utah. 
Yep, we'll be with Gibby in his cabin. And that's where we're going to build the rods, hopefully. Uh, and then the third weekend in June, we, my wife and I will be in Cheyenne, Wyoming for her family's reunion. And then the fourth weekend in June, we are going to be doing another Hunger for the Outdoors weekend in Preston. So we're going to do a, a fly fishing slash trout fishing trip the second weekend and a bass fishing trip the third weekend. Or fourth weekend, sorry. Yeah, we got some big plans coming up. Um, I couldn't be more excited. Oh, yeah, I think we're all pumped for those trips. I'm really looking forward to the cat. I love going to Gibby's cabin. He's been taking me there every couple years since we were, what, 13, 14? Something like that. I think the, the first time we took you, I was... I think I was 12 because I think that's when you uh, decided it would be a good idea to roll a four-wheeler into a couple trees. <laughs> you know what? I got... <laughs> oh, I have I one more update. I totally forgot about that. Speaking of four-wheelers, um, <laughs> I just bought my father's four-wheeler from him, and I'm going down this weekend to pick it up. Nice. Pretty jealous. Well, it'll be you'll fun. Have to, you'll have to bring that up sometime. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll bring take it up to the cabin. I think if I get it running by then. Yeah, we'll we'll take videos of us on the four wheeler. See if we can't get Gibby on some air with a four wheeler and take some video and show you guys. Um, yeah, I, I think we're all really excited for upcoming stuff. Some of. Uh, Zach, do you want to tell them about some of the stuff you got coming up, like the website? Yeah, so we're looking into building a website, guys. Um, we want you guys to be able to get involved with Hunger for the Outdoors. We want you guys to uh, be able to interact with us. And so we're going to be doing some local uh, fishing stuff, local hunting stuff, Um and we want you guys to be able to be involved as much as possible. We're going to have a lot of merchandise. Um, and actually, Gibby and I learned how to tie flies, though we're nowhere near professionals. Um, if you guys want flies, we will be selling them. You just have to let us know what it is that you guys want. And we will make them however you want. We will make them the most weird color you want. We'll special order stuff for you guys. We will really personalize these flies if you guys, you know, get a hold of us and let us know exactly what you want. We we, we will make it happen. Yeah, we've tied some awfully funky flies, so we we can tie flies. I've seen their flies, guys, and they're don't let them fool you. They're pretty good. I take them, I compare them to the ones I get from like Sports Mints or Cabela's, and I can't tell the difference. I've seen them catch fish off.
you just got to let us know. Reach out to us. Let us know until that website's up and running. Let us know what you guys want. Yep, we will get that made for you. So we have mentioned a few times the rod building that we're going to do. Zach, why don't, why don't you kind of talk about that for a minute? I... Yeah, so what inspired this is um, I – <laughs> we went down to Malad with Gibby and I ended up breaking my fishing pole and um, I busted two eyes off of it and for years I've heard of my grandfather building rods and I just thought to myself how hard could that really honestly genuinely be and so I started doing some research into it, and it turns out it's actually not that hard. Um, and so it just takes time. And I talked with Gibby and Connor, and I told them, hey, look, I busted my rod. Um, I'm because I want to have one that I built to do this. And uh, they were both really excited about the idea that we all do matching rods. And so that's what matching fishing poles with each other. And um, how it's going to start is the first rod we're going to build um, that we looked into that we wanted to do is a is a bass rod because that's the one that I broke and that's really what I wanted. Um, and but ultimately we're going to end up building three different rods um, that are hunger for the outdoors rods. The rods are going to be a seven foot medium heavy bass rod. And then we're still looking at what spinning rod style we want. But we're going to build what kind of uh, what kind of fly fishing rod. We're going to build a fly rod as well. And those are the rods really that we, we really, really wanted to build and have you guys be a part of with us. You know, if you guys have any questions about it, ask us. We would love to answer any questions. Um, if you guys want one, let us know. We're going to build rods for anyone that, that would like to, to have them. Am I missing anything? No, I think that pretty much covered it. Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. we're also going to have uh, Melissa design up some stickers, right? Logo and everything on these rods. Yeah, yeah. And those those stickers are going to be a little bit more custom to us personally because it, when it comes down to it, they really are our personal rods. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. So we're going to kind of do a little bit unique stickers like, I've got some stuff going on mine that I think is going to be super cool, and I'm going to let that surprise everybody but Melissa, I think, because she's making them. Um, Zach kind of was pretty vague about what he was doing, too, so I'm kind of curious what he's got going. I'll be honest. I haven't given much thought into my stickers yet. I should start coming up with them. What's that? Said, I'll be honest, putting a whole lot of thought into what I'm going to do for my stickers. Yeah, we should start thinking about that for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, because uh, I got some that are going to be awesome, and then we're going to have to get you and Michaela in and see what you guys want. Yeah, for sure. Please do. So if you guys have any ideas of the stickers that you guys want on your rod, let us know, and we will have Melissa make the stickers for that. Other than that, um, that's really what we want to do for fly or for our rod building. Um, it started out as just, hey, I broke my rod. I want to build another one and turn into a, hey, if anyone wants one, we'll build it. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to do. I think every rod that we build is going to be unique and there won't be one single rod alike. And it's going to be really cool. What we come up with as a group and what our viewers come up with. Yeah, we're pretty excited for that. Yeah, we want to try and make them custom to you guys, but also custom to us. So. Add a touch of hunger for the outdoors. Yep, we'll always include something small that we're hunger for the outdoors, just so that you guys... We'll always have a part of us with you when you're out on the water. We don't want to carry you. We don't want you guys to carry our luck, but we do guys want you to be with us or have us with you on the water. Yeah, definitely. Other than uh, that, is there anything that we really wanted to talk about on this podcast, guys? I had one story I wanted to share. Yeah, go for it. So the story I got. I was talking with my cousins this weekend, and they were showing me some uh, pictures and videos, which we'll get up to the Instagram, Facebook page, and everything when this comes out. But um, they went hiking. My cousin, he took his two his uh, little kids out hiking, and they went up to Mirror Lake in the High Uintas, or sorry, Silver Lake, the Uintas. And his kids love fishing. They love being out there in the outdoors. They love archery. They love going on 3D shoots with their dad and everything. Um, so he was bugging us. Dad, yeah, I want to go fishing. I want to fish in this lake. Blah, blah, blah. And what they ended up doing was they found a stick. It couldn't have been more than two, two and a half feet long. It was just a little tiny stick. They found some line, fishing line laid on the ground. They found a bobber. They found a little jig. They found all of this stuff just sitting there on the shore. And they kind of Jimmy raked up a small little pole for him and went out on a little boardwalk that goes over the lake. And they just dropped this line there in the lake and kind of let it sit and they bob it up and down a little bit, jig it. Lo and behold, he ended up catching a pretty good looking brown trout. Like uh, this, 11. Yeah, they guessed it was about 11 to 12 inch brown trout. And the real kicker is not only did they catch this fish off of a little Jimmy rigged pole and line is they caught this fish while he was also eating a smaller fish. So if you look at the pictures, this brown trout has a smaller fish inside of his mouth as well as the bait. And I thought so, that was one of the craziest stories I've heard. So, Connor, you mentioned it was a brown trout. Um, I think we should kind of trout? talk about the different ways that us personally identify our trout. And it just kind of... Well, we'll just stick to trout today, I think. Um, just a couple ways we identify our trout. Um, Connor, how about you go first, man? Um, I mean, my dad just taught me by 
colors and patterns that are on them. I mean, a rainbow are, they're very distinctive looking, uh, especially when they're in full color, right? They got that slight green on top of them and the beautiful pink and silver. But sometimes when they're younger or it's a bit colder, they don't quite look right. They look more silver than anything, a little bit harder. Um, but that's really just the way I do it. Is I look at the color patterns, you know, cutthroat have that very distinct red line around their gills. Uh, Brooke have the beautiful dots around them. Uh, that's just kind of how I go about it, is looking at their patterns. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, that's, that's about how I did it. I caught this just gorgeous um, rookie a couple years back. Um, I was up camping and woke up one morning, went out, and th- this was probably my first real, like, that's a brook trout, you know. Um, I got out there and was just kind of fishing for a little bit. It was early morning, wasn't, wasn't quite awake yet, felt a little tug, and kind of pulled it in and it was really cool because I'd never seen a brook trout with those colors it I don't even know how to describe it it was just so so beautiful and then I, I don't even know it was it's crazy how beautiful those brook trout can be when they're really vibrant like that with the red and the white fins and oh yeah definitely Mm-hmm. But what's crazy is, um, Zach, correct me if I'm wrong, because that was a crazy trip for me, too. But last time I went up to see you guys, we went fishing, and I caught a little um, a little brown, didn't I? Yep. Yeah, and but that was one, probably one of the most dull browns I've ever seen. Yeah, they... Uh... He was pretty plain. You know, I ran into the same issue this last week, Zach, when we were fishing out in uh, St. Anthony. Yep. Uh, I pulled out this little brown. I could barely, I thought it was a rainbow trout at first because it looked so plain and silver. And I actually told Kayla that it was, in fact, a rainbow trout. Later on, I caught a fish that was similar to it, but a little more distinct. And I realized that they were both browns. Yeah, it can be it can be difficult to to identify a fish, especially if you're not with someone who knows exactly what they're talking about. There'll be a lot of people who say, "Oh, that's a that's a coho salmon, or that's a salmonoid species." Well, yeah, it's a salmonoid, but what does that mean? What what does that entail? Um, yeah. You know, is it a brown trout? Is it a brook trout? Is it a rainbow trout? Is it a cutthroat trout? Where I live in Idaho, we have just, I mean, within five minutes of my house, we have rainbow trout, we have cutthroat, we have hybrids, and we have um, brown trout. And to distinct between those can get extremely hard. Um but I think the easiest way, the easiest one to separate is going to be your your brown trout or your uh, cutthroat trout. Cutthroats are always going to be really easy. Um, you look at him, I, and if underneath his gill plates he's got red slashes, it's going to be a cutthroat. Yeah. 
tiger trout are also very distinct. It's hard to yes. miss that vibrant leopard tiger-like pattern. We don't have nearly as many of those here, unfortunately. Um, but they are pretty distinct. If you can find that leopard pattern on their on their back, it's it's going to be a tiger trout. They fight um, hard too. They fight a lot harder than most trout. Yes, uh, there a tiger trout is actually a combination between two different trout. Um, tigers are made up of oh, it's been such a long time since I've learned this. Um, brook trout, and I want to say a cutthroat trout. Or maybe it's a brook trout and a rainbow trout. If if I remember right, it's a cutthroat and a sorry, sorry, sorry. It's a brook trout and a rainbow trout, but I could be wrong. Let me get yeah, we'll on this have... nifty dipty computer I got that's always in my hand and look it up. We'll have Kayla look it up right now. Yeah, it's been so long since I've looked into that and I've ever only caught one uh tiger and it was not very big, though he did put up a heck of a fight. He just was not very big. Oh, it's actually a brown trout and a brook trout, and they are very gorgeous. Yes, they are beautiful, beautiful species. They can get very, very large. Um, The only thing that is a little disappointing about tiger trout is they are sterile, meaning that they do not reproduce. Yeah. So we do have that. So um, one one thing that I think is very very interesting um, about fish and fish species is what is the one fish that you don't despise catching? The one trout you d- don't despise catching, but you just catch so many of them. Of where you fish at, Zach? Brown trout. They are. We have so many brown trout where I'm at that it's ridiculous. When you catch one, you just go, eh, it's another brown. Um, or cutthroats. That's really what we have here. Um, and cutthroats are a little less common. You, you get a little excited when you catch a cutthroat, but you get really excited when you catch a good rainbow. You just you love seeing a beautiful rainbow trout. And a lot of people here, you know, because they're not, quote, unquote, the native species, they don't particularly care for them. But I could not ever find a more beautiful species of fish to catch. See, and where I fish, um, when I catch a rainbow, it's that same thing as when you catch a brown. It's just like, okay, cool. Well, whatever, there's another rainbow. But when I hook into a brown trout, it's very, very awing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Gibby, is growing up in Utah, a majority of what you catch is going to be rainbow trout. <clears throat> but yeah. if you can get lucky enough to hook into a beautiful brook trout or a rainbow trout, or even a cutthroat, especially a cutthroat, that's a really fun moment. See, and I caught a cutthroat. Sorry, go ahead. sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I caught this cutthroat one time up kind of by my cabin, actually. Um. We'll have to go when we go up there. But I, I caught it, and I think it was the first cutthroat that myself, my stepfather, my grandfather, and my grandmother had ever seen. So it's 
we don't have very many here, and it's really cool when you catch when you catch one. Yeah, and I guess awesome. trying to catch uh, catch them on fly rods because that's been our our adventure recently is trying to catch everything we can on fly rods. Yes, like so at the beginning of I guess not the beginning of this year, but almost the beginning of this year, probably around Christmas time. Well, Christmas. I got my new fly rod, and between now and then, I've more than doubled how many fly rods I have in different styles. So we're going to really get into it a little bit this year. Um, I think all of us, with the exception of Kayla, has our own now, and where Zach and I both have multiple, Kayla will have no problem using one. But I, th- I think we're going to try to get in some very cool fly trips this year. Yeah, we're wanting to do a couple of high country uh, lakes and do some really, really vibrant fish um, pictures, catching them with our fly rods. So we're hoping to do some of that this year. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do is those high country lakes because a lot of times they're not fished a whole lot. And so those fish hit harder and they stay on longer than most other lakes or rivers and And they just taste better yes the the thing i like about those high country fishing trips is the it's it's a prize when you catch it because like right now there's probably four or five different places where i can go catch a lot of fish but i don't have to work at all to get there i can pull up right next to the river right next to the pond and i can just fish right there but those high country ones it's it's a hike in and a hike out it's and it's not fun when you're there but it's definitely fun afterwards yep and we'll we'll do some this year guys where we don't do a huge hike where it's you know maybe five miles in and we just see what we can do to catch some fish, you know? Um, and we'd like to have a lot of video of it and show you guys and post about it. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, yeah. I want to try and get a YouTube channel going up here soon this summer as well. The next couple of weeks we'll start posting videos of us fishing and tying flies um, come duck season, we may do some duck calls, elk calls and such, stuff like that, as well as, yeah. you know, of course, the hunts. Yeah, yeah, we're actually going to try to do a hunt this year with all of us. Um, that's what our ideal situation is right now. That's what we're trying to get into. So, you know, keep an eye out as we start looking at hunting season um, and getting Gibby up here to hunt this year with us so is there anything oh go ahead I'm I'm really excited to see kind of what we get planned because you know we 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 have a goal and we've talked about a couple different things we're going to try to do this year um we talked about trying to go and do you know at least one thing a month but you know with the exception of i think you guys coming down here for um like the weekend of valentine's day i 
most of the stuff we have done this year has been just kind of by the seat of our pants and they turn out to be some of the most fun things that, you know, we end up doing. And so I'm really excited to see what else we come up with. It's just like, Hey guys, let's go do this real quick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I never thought about that. A lot of the greatest adventures we've gone on and just be kind of, Hey, let's go do this next weekend. Yeah. That's a bunch of planning to it. One of the most fun I've had, and it would have been a lot more fun if you you and Kayla would have been able to be involved a little bit more, was the weekend that you guys moved up, um, kind of how that went was I was supposed to go up and help them out, and I ended up being in a little bit of a pinch and not being able to go up due to, like, financial reasons. And so it was like for like two months it was I'm going I'm going I'm going I'm going and then like a month before it was oh shoot I had some vehicle problems and ended up not having the money at the time and so then it was well I'm not able to go because I can't afford it and picking up a job um it was like four days before we were supposed to go and so I went and I worked and I got enough money and I called Connor at like eight o'clock at night. I was like, Hey man, I'm going to come up and help you guys move this weekend. How do you feel about that? And he was already halfway up there. Um, because he, he didn't know that I wasn't going to be able to go. And I actually ended up leaving that job, driving an hour back to my house, put me at my house at 11 o'clock and then drove up to Rexburg right after that and i got there at what two thirty-three in the morning zach it was three o'clock in the morning when you knocked on my door yeah and we woke up at what six and went and you know fish before you had to go work and then kind of piddled around it it was crazy what we did it was it was so much fun and we hadn't planned any of it we we just got up and said you know what I'm up before I got to go to work. Let's go see if we can hit the water for just a few minutes before I got to go. You know, and we just, we did a bunch of that that weekend where it was just, hey, you know what? I got five minutes downtime. Let's go see what we can do. Yeah. And it turned out to be very fun. And like, I, I really wish that Connor and Kayla would have been able to be more involved, but moving is stressful and that's more important at, you know, at, at that moment. So. Yep, but now they're here, and when we have you here, we're going to do a lot of those just fun adventures. Hey, you know, we got 15, 20 minutes downtime here. Let's go do something, or hey, we got 40 minutes here. Let's let's go hit the water. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to pull off some fun stuff this year for sure. And we hope that all of you guys are going to be there to be able to witness it. Yeah. Sometime this summer, too, I know we've talked about this in the past, but this summer we really want to make it happen where we have a Hunger for the Outdoor meetup where, you know, you guys who are close by can come and we all go fishing at a lake or at a river somewhere. Yeah, and, you know, we're we're going we're gonna to put in some work and we're going to find some – Zach's been fishing where he's fishing for years, but we're going to put in some work and find some decent fishing holes and – I, I'd like to take some people there, you know, and we're not going to take everyone there, but like, you know, we'll take a couple people. I know we've kind of discussed doing like a little, little bit of a raffle type thing, 
and I think that's gonna would be one thing that we would do is hey come come fish here with us, and it'll kind of be like a low key type thing. Yep, yeah. we're we're gonna try to do a raffle where we actually auction or we uh, raffle off one of the rods that we build for one of our listeners um, as a social media contest. So we want you guys to send us your pictures of of your fish, and when we start getting those, we'll raffle off at that point a uh, a rod and a weekend with us. You know, going and cruising around, fishing with us, and just shooting the shit. Seeing how how we are because we get on here and we kind of not professionals ourselves a little bit, but we we're not all one hundred percent the same people because we just can't be. It's not good content, um, but it'll be fun for people to come and experience us as us. Yep. Just get get to hang out and be one of the 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 group. So Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Um <clears throat> Is there anything else or I know we're running low on time here. Yeah, um I think that's all I've got from my end. Gibby, Connor, you guys got anything else on yours? No, that's all. Um, just keep your eye out for those flies, for those raffles, and get involved, guys. We we really want to hear from you. That's why we do it for you guys, not for us. Yep. Yeah, Honestly, no, guys, we 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 could uh, we could talk to ourselves all day long. You know, we could do a we could do a three way call between Connor, Gibby, and I, and talk until our faces turn blue, but we really want to get you guys involved in any way we can. We do do that. We do have those calls all the time. We just talk away forever. Yeah, but the only thing that makes us hang up is work life. and life. So. Yep. But no, like, like, like it's been said before, guys, we do this not because we're good at it or not because we think that we're really good. But just because it's something we've grown up doing, and like most outdoorsmen, we love it. We just love to do it and like to share what we love with others. And that's the hope for this is that, you know, you you take what we're giving up, you share it with others, share the outdoors, create new bonds, new friendships through the outdoors. Because um, those are the closest bonds. At the end of the day, guys, we really just want you to go – and enjoy the hunger that we have for the outdoors. We want you guys to gain that hunger and enjoy it the way that we do. So with that being said, let's uh, wrap this up. So I'm Gibson. I'm Zach. I'm Melissa. You guys there, Connor? Well, I guess Connor and Michaela aren't quite here yet. <laughs> um, but Connor and Michaela were here. So anyway, when we will talk to you guys next time on the next episode for Hunger for the outdoors. We love you guys.